everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. In some of my recent biblical studies, the idea of sheep and the shepherd has been coming up again and again. I've always loved this idea, and I wanted to think about it some more with you and why this metaphor is relevant and healing. Jesus referred to himself as a shepherd and also used this theme in his parables as he described how each of God's ideas, each one of us, is like a sheep in God's fold. We're guarded and guided and kept safe in God's pasture. He watches us and As one of the parables reminds us, he will go after us. No matter how far we go or how many other sheep there are to watch, he goes after us and makes sure that he finds us and brings us home. And that home that Jesus was talking about is that safe place of God's own love, of feeling known and understood, being significant and important. No sheep is lost or expendable, ever. I know that being a sheep also has a sort of negative connotation, just following stupidly along without individual thoughtfulness or discrimination. It connotes this sense of mindless wandering along. But we're not talking about sheep that follow other sheep or that follow whatever whims of fashion or opinion want to say to us. It's important to remember that we're followers of God. The shepherd is our guide and the one we eagerly obey because God is goodness and love. He's truth. He knows the way. He establishes our place. He's reliable and he loves us. We're not following a shepherd who has some egotistical idea about what's compelling. We're following the shepherd being receptive to the voice and direction of the one who loves us. His purpose is to love and lead us, to have us thrive, to bring us home when we wander and remind us that we're precious. I know we don't always feel like we have this loving eye taking care of us, watching, providing for us. I was reminded recently of this beautiful story, and I was going to share it with you because I think it might be helpful in illustrating some of these points. It's attributed to the Cherokee Indian tribe. And the tradition goes uh, that the young boys in the tribe come into manhood by being blindfolded and led by their fathers to a rock where they are to spend a night alone in the wilderness. All night long, these boys stay blindfolded. They struggle with fear. They hear noises and threats of danger around them. They're afraid, but the transition to manhood through this secret ritual is essential. So they bear it, though likely with tears and a sense of shame in their own weakness. And when the morning comes... And dawn's rays signal the boy's time to remove his blindfold. He's able to see the light again, a new day, and one where he is now a strong man of the tribe. And this is the moment, with his blindfold off, that he looks around and sees that sitting right next to him is his father. He's been there quietly watching all night long. I know we certainly feel like those little boys sometimes. I know I do. I feel pretty blind and afraid, alone, uncertain. Everything seems scary and dark, and I don't feel like I'm going to make it out okay. 
But, you know, I struggle along because I know I have to, that to grow in grace, strength, and the ability to help others in the world, I need to stay on through those dark nights. There's a faith in the cause. But what can also help is a faith in the shepherd, the father, the watcher that is with us all night long, all day long, always. We might feel alone, but we're on, we aren't. That father may have kept silent and it may feel like that's some cruelty to do so, but just as we trust the father to be there, God trusts us also to be what he made us to be, wise, strong, capable, and ready to learn and progress as well. We may not feel like we have the resources we need or the people at hand to help us, but we can breathe and relax and remember that our shepherd is watching and at the ready and will bring us what we need, the ideas we need, the sustenance we need, the comfort and love we need. We aren't going to be allowed to stray from him, and even our fears and doubts don't hinder that divine presence, that Father who sees what we don't, knows what we need, and has answers and comfort at hand. Being a sheep means being childlike. It means giving up the willful sense that we have to go it alone and we have to prove something or that we don't have a place, that we're outsiders even somehow. Sheep are innocent, but that doesn't make them stupid or silly. They simply and innately trust the one who has invested in their well-being. Your kids aren't vulnerable and naive because they listen to your guidance and trust that you know better what will keep them happy or healthy and safe. And yes, maybe your kids sometimes will defy you and argue, but it doesn't mean you love them any less or stop caring about their well-being. If they run out into the street when they shouldn't, you still go out after them and bring them home. So let's love that we're sheep who are wise enough to give up the fear and to trust each moment to that guiding and guarding shepherd God who is awake at all times with our well-being on his infinite mind. It's cool to remember that we're part of a flock, that we have this universal pasture where we can learn to frolic together and also know that there will always be enough of the shepherd's provisions to feed us all. And that everyone, every sheep, is seen and significant and loved. Well, that's all I have for now. It's just some ideas. I hope they're helpful. If you have any questions or want to discuss your own unique spiritual journey with me, I'd love to chat more. You can contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. We can set up a call if you want to talk as well. I'd be happy to hear from you. Have a great weekend. See you next week.